Hello, friends. It's Elizabeth, as in Queen Elizabeth. So happy that you've fortuitously found us, or perhaps you are not new, and you know that our mission here on Moms Meet World is to strengthen home and family. Now, you're right. I don't have time to be doing a promotional for Moms Meet World, the podcast, but recently there was a lovely little British tea party, an herbal tea party, out on the porch, and three friends gathered to discuss something lovely. Let's go find out what it was. And please remember, and this is what's really important, that this is not Queen Elizabeth, this is Mary, and those of you who listen to this podcast know how silly I am. Let's head over to the fun. See you there. Hey, dear listeners, it's Mary from Mom Meets World, and today I am super excited about our podcast topic. It's female friendship and how female friendship can help our families. So as we become closer friends with those around us, we can carry that energy and that love into our family lives, and we're going to talk about how how that can happen. So with me today, I have two of my very best friends in the whole wide world, Teresa and Mary Pat. So before we even get really into this discussion, let's talk about how we became friends. Who wants to go first? <clears throat> Teresa, you go first because the only reason why I know Mary is because of you. So. <laughs> Well, what a blessing it is to both of us to be your friends, Mary. Um, we've known each other for 20 years now. Can you believe it's been Woo-hoo! that long? I, I love that. I love that. It's yes. gone so fast. We met when our so two little girls, my Katie and your Rachel, were just two years old. And we met at church. And I remember the moment. We were new to town. And I just knew from your beautiful face and the way that you radiated the light of the gospel. I knew that we would be friends and we, um, I didn't have any problem at all. Just sitting down on the floor with you in the nursery and introducing myself Hmm. and, um, simply just because you had such a warm spirit about you. So, and we've been friends ever since. And I'm so so grateful. It's been so great. I remember that moment. I've never had. (laughs) We're hugging. Visualize (laughs) hugging. listeners. (laughs) We're hugging. Um, I remember that moment so clearly because I remember having to make a decision. Honestly, I was sitting on that floor in nursery. I looked up at you and I thought I I could feel that sort of Anna Green Gables connection, that kinetic energy that's in the air, that kindred spirit. I could feel that. And we're going to talk about that with you, Mary Pat. I could feel it. But then I thought, oh no, I have to, I really need to make a decision because this woman and anyone who's listening to this who also knows Teresa knows what I'm talking about is so together, not only physically stunning, but also so kind, like Disney princess kind and sweet. And you could tell she was already talented. I make a sense that you were talented in all these ways. And I thought I'm going to have to make a decision. I can either let this go down the path of admiration or I could be desperate. I could be desperately jealous of her and I could avoid her because I feel jealous of her. And in that moment, I remember thinking, please, Heavenly Father, she would be such a good friend. Please help me not to let jealousy eclipse my loving admiration for her. Ah, I can sort of that moment. Okay. Wow. Mary Pat. <clears throat> yes. Well, <clears throat> so Teresa, would you explain when you were standing in or sitting in uh, Relief Society and you were pregnant with Jacob? And I was leading the music in, up front, um, and I saw you. T- you tell the story. Do you remember? Well, from my perspective, yes. it might be different than from yours. Well, you tell your perspective. You got up to lead us in song because you were the chorister in Relief Society, and you saw me, and 
you pointed me out and I was feeling very shy. I was brand new <laughs> and you pointed me out and everyone looked because you pointed at me and you said, I know that you and I are going to be great friends. Wow, and that boy. made my day. Yeah. Wow. So you felt that woman. kinetic energy. I did. And, and wow. I reminded, you know, as we talk wow. about this, I remember. And you said, and you said the word yeah. radiant. I remember you are so radiant. I know and, that you and I are going to be great friends. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what a wonderful woman. What a sweetheart. But oh I mean, gosh. I want you to know that I don't know that I've ever said that to anybody else ever. Aww. So there was something very special about you. Mary saw it. I saw it. Yes. And I'm reminded mm-hmm. as we talk about this, I'm reminded of that movie, uh, Miss Potter. Yes. I love it. We went together. Remember? Oh. You went and you took us and you said this is kind of a sleeper movie. It had Renee Zellweger, Zellweger in yes. it and you loved it. Yeah. So I how, love it. How, mm-hmm. um, uh, Beatrix Potter yeah. um, became friends with her love of her life, uh, his sister. Yes. And his sister said, she was a spinster. Millie. Millie. And she said, I am prepared to like you very, very much. <laughs> she said, I'm warning you. Yes. Oh, she did. She said, I'm warning you. I am I prepared that. to like, like you very, very much. That's how I feel that. about both of you. That's how we feel about you. And then yeah. when I was introduced to you, Teresa introduced mm. me to you, and she talked about you often. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like... Mary, uh, Teresa knew this rock star, and I wanted to know this rock star. I was name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mary. Oh, you guys are too kind. And remember when we first mm. met? I mean, we, it was instant. Our, our spirits was crazy. just went. Yeah. I mean, everything else became yeah. just blurred. Totally. Yes. Everything. Yeah. And totally. you and I were just. It was like, like a reunion. And like we, we hadn't seen each other in a long time. It's so true. Yeah. And we yeah. just. Yeah. Oh, and, we just and immediately just, connected. Yeah. Your your wit and yeah. your spirit yeah. and your yeah. mm-hmm. uh, ability to express yeah. yourself and we were just and bouncing off of each other. We were losing our minds, mm-hmm. but you know we <laughs> had a little bit of a hint because Catherine and if you're listening to this, our beautiful Catherine, who's um, we're going to talk about you in a second. Um, she said to me and on a number of occasions before we actually met, she said, "Mary, I have met someone that I absolutely know you're going to be best friends with," and I said, "Really?" She goes, "You have to meet her." Her name is Mary Pat. You just have to meet her. Oh, mm-hmm. And so even when I met, I went in knowing that oh. it was going to be that way and we felt it instantly, oh, yes. but it was Catherine new. She should be here. Mm-hmm. She, she should, should be here. We miss you, Catherine. This is, this is a little imbalanced. Yeah. Yeah. We little need imbalanced. her. We need her. In fact, mm-hmm. we used to call each other the sisters of the Holy Donut. Do you remember that? Because <laughs> we all have Catholic names. <laughs> we do. Catherine, Mary Pat, Teresa, and Mary. I'm the only one who actually was Catholic. I was Catholic. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. You, of course you were yeah, Catholic. Catholic. Now we're all Latter day Saints. That's right. Of course you were. I forgot. Yeah. My yeah. mother used to call yeah. me Sister Mary Holy Water. <laughs> That's so cute. And now the sisters, the holy donuts, because we loved, we love donuts. And that was a play on words. The holy, get the whole, the whole, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So (laughs) So fun. So I love that it was immediate. I love that there's some scripture. I'm going to botch it, but readers, I'll try to find it and put it in the end of this broadcast um, about how virtue is drawn to virtue and light is drawn to light. Yes. Doctrine and covenants. Doctrine and covenants, right. And so we kind of, I think we had that moment. Like we're just like, it's almost like electric. Like it's a. And it's an edifying. It's edifying. Yes. Have you heard that adage? Um, you want to be around people that make you feel good about yourself. Yes. And that's something that I draw energy from with you and with you, Teresa, because whenever I'm with you, I feel good about myself. Yes. And I think that's a really important aspect of female friendship. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. And the power of female friendship doesn't, if you had a wish, I remember you told me your, one of your favorite songs is that Christmas song. Um, (gasps) 
Yes. Sing a little bit of that uh, for me. Uh, grown oh, up Christmas. Yes. Grown, yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't. No. But, but the grown up Christmas. Okay. Yeah. But the lyrics of that are about if I wish that every man could have a friend. Yes. And look at that song. Yeah. Um, and love would never Bublé. end. Bublé. Michael yes. Bublé. Yeah. yeah every man. Yeah. Recording we need to do another yeah. podcast where we both, we all sing. So yeah. we should do another one where we sing, but we'll, that could be later. Snow, snow, snow. So we're still little girls inside. Madeline Langle said the best thing about aging is that you get to keep every age you've already been. And we are very highly in touch with our eight-year-old selves <laughs> and our 10-year-old, our 12-year-old. And we bring that out in each other. But I do think that um, it would be a gift if every single woman, as well, and men too, but this is a, we're talking to women today, <clears throat> could have that friendship because you're right. It helps you feel better about yourself. It helps you, um, just be happier in your life. And honestly, isn't sometimes mothering a little lonely and isolating. Let's be honest about it. And to have outside friends, to have friends that you can, you can draw energy from and then bring that back to your home really helps. Doesn't you know, it? I'm reminded <clears throat> of that, that contraption, uh, the, the, the Instapot. Yes. And I that little thing at the top where you flip it after and it's, and yeah. it just like, yeah. it, it releases all the, the steam. steam. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Yes. and I think, you know, all, you know, doing the dishes, making the f- food, you know, doing the laundry, yes. taking care of the kids, yes. your husband, you know, there's so much to do all day yes. long, yes. every single day, day in and day out and mm-hmm. day in and day out. And nothing ever gets, nothing ever stays done. Ugh. And then you get mm. to. You know, there's an opportunity where you can meet yeah. with your friends. Yes. And how many times yes. do we say, oh, I can't, I can't, right. I just, I, right. I've got to get I'm overwhelmed. Stuff. You yeah. know, just, yeah. no, don't think I can't. Just do just it. Just go. But it's yes. like, like releasing the steam go, from the pressure cooker. And it's like the yeah. steam from the pressure Amen. cooker. And then you can go Amen. back to your home and you're just, yeah. you're ready to go. So you true. feel that you're, you're just, in, you're happy again. You're more buoyant. It's true. Yeah. We that need it pressure desperately. And yeah. how that blesses yeah. us personally mm-hmm. and in our homes with our families because we need to have that right. moment that right. where we right. can release. Right. Yes, yeah. for I sure. Think it's so honest of you guys to say that because I think, and, and I don't mean that people are being dishonest, but I think there is sometimes this is what happens. People say to themselves, Oh, I'm fine. I don't need anything. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've got a great husband. I've got these kids. I've got some, I've got some um, acquaintances. I've got some people that I know, you know, I've got some work pe- people I work with, maybe part-time or full-time. I've got some people. I don't really need a deep female friendship to be happy. And that's not true. <laughs> I don't think it's true, but because we deny ourselves that sometimes yeah. the byproduct I think is loneliness. So you may think you're above it all and you don't need it, but there's a loneliness there. Mm-hmm. So what does it take then is there quality or is there an action to go like, let's say a listener is saying, I, well, I would like to have more deep female friends, but I don't know how to do that. Like, what would you, how would you advise them? Well, mm. just as an aside, uh, I think that those mm. of us who think that, who think that we are fine, we have husbands, we have children, we have yeah. a life. I don't really, I have acquaintances. I, I don't think, have time for that. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And you know, yeah. you've heard that. Yeah. yeah. I've said that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but, that's where we've heard it. It was you. <laughs> but anyway. I think you set mm. yourself up yeah. for things like jealousy. Yes. Exactly. And compare the cancer of comparison. And any, yeah. any yes. you know, you're making room for, for that negative. You're, you know, yeah. I'm so glad so, you mentioned that because, you know, I yeah. have honestly not had those feelings about you're so pure. Well, it's not that. No, no, no. I'm not saying that because I want you to think that I'm so far from perfect, but I 
love my friends and family so much that I really, it's, and, and I'm not saying that I, I love people more than anybody else does. You know, you all have a great love for people as well, but I've just never been in a position where I didn't like someone because I was jealous of them. I think that that just that thought doesn't enter my mind because I've taken the time to be honest and open with the people I love. And that has not left any room for that jealousy that you were just mentioning. If you Precisely. don't take the time to build relationships, then that's when those things right. sneak into you your life right. and you feel insecure. Thank you. So wow. I think there that must wow. be why. And I've wondered wow. about that because I've, you know, you've been so kind to me to tell me that you thought I was something to be jealous of. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and yes, that is a nice compliment. On the other hand, that's a really horrible it feeling horrible. Yeah. to know that somebody could feel that and way I've about been there you. Too. Yep. You know, yep. yes, I'm yep. sure you have many yep. times. Well, and <laughs> and it's being on the on that end of that that is yeah. a horrible thing yeah. because then you, you feel like there's it. nothing you can do right. about it right and no matter how hard you try you won't have a friendship with that person right. and it's and right. and it's kind of your fault but it's not right they're making you feel right. like it's your fault right. even though you haven't done anything right and then you feel so, like you have to change yeah you are so busy really you are yes. so busy not being jealous jealous of others that. Yeah. People are jealous of that. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's but, fascinating. But it's true. I never it's, thought about that. So if you take the time to open up and yes. be honest and, and get yeah. deep with your conversations yes. and share yes. what's in your heart and on yes. your mind yes. with people that you care about, yes. then there won't be room for that kind and, of a feeling so toward other pe- women. Who are the women that we care about? I mean, you know, I don't know a lot of women, but the women that I care about, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the women yes. that I yes. know, yes. I care about. Right. Ooh, wow. Right. That's kind of gave me chills. That's totally true. That's so I true. think you hit on something really, really important. The opening up, you said you need to open up and you need to be honest. Yeah. And that is really the crux of vulnerability, right? Yeah. And so if we're kind of the ice princess, we don't need anything. They don't need it. Then, right. then nothing really happens. You can't connect with the ice. But when you're warm and open and, and real and humble, yeah. you can connect at a deep level. Because yeah. I used to think, gosh, why, are, why do we have all these trials, God? But the trials are actually those connecting links like in a chain necklace. Yeah. They really help us connect. They're yes. in many ways a gift yeah. because we can laugh about them and we can cry together. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah. So interesting. Huh? Now to keep thinking more about that. I think another reason, see if you agree that our friendship really works is because we're not afraid to say, I love you to each other, or you look great, or you did that well. Have you ever been in a friendship where you love that person? And maybe there is vulnerability, but they're not necessarily, um, forthcoming with, I mean, I guess part of my love language is praise guys. I'm yeah, going to be honest about it. Yeah. And I really appreciate that little yes, bit of words, fuel, yeah, affirmation, a little bit, yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. And we can do that for each other. Yeah, and everybody like needs that. Yeah. I yeah. feel like we have met multiple love languages, you know? Yes. Yeah. We, oh, for sure. And I'm trying, for I sure. was trying to pinpoint myself the other day and I honestly yeah. can't pick one. Like they're all, they're all, <laughs> I'll take yeah, any yeah. love and from maybe, any language. And maybe that's why the three of us bond yeah. so well together because yeah. I think we all speak multiple love languages. Right. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're totally you know, one right. of the things I thought originally, just right in the beginning, right in the onset of this is friendship is it's, you know, that you talk about the back backboard or, or uh, what do you call it? When uh, sounding board, sounding, sounding board. Board. Yes. And you know, yes. when, you know, the ideas that we share <clears throat> yes. and you know, if you have a good idea, it's like, Oh, let me tell you what this idea is or, yes. or this happened to me or, and you can, throw it out there and it, it, it it's a place where you can put 
things on, put yourself on totally. display or put something that happened to you on display yeah. and you can share it with people that you feel safe with women that, you know, love you. And, you know, it's, it's just, and, and we all do it. We all do you know? it. We all do it. And I think you get to that place of safety where I literally feel like I could show up at either of your houses in you know, ripped up dungarees or an old pajama top and pair of sweats and my hair and no makeup. I'm nothing at three in the morning. And you still love me exactly as so much true. as you love me. But right I promise now. you, I would never do that to either one of you. <laughs> I care about you too much. I wouldn't do that to you. But you please can do. Please. <laughs> but it is an oasis of comfort and safety to have yes. been friends for so long. But you'd be comfortable doing that, mm. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And me too. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I would feel very we bad are. for you. Yeah. It's just that unconditional. <laughs> no. It's a sisterhood. Honey, really. is it Halloween? Yeah. What? Is it Halloween? <laughs> or, or is that just Mary? <laughs> out of bed. <laughs> it's just Mary again. Just pull it up here is here. I think it's is. for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. But that is true though. I mean, you but could, we could stay at my house for a year mm-hmm. if you needed to. I mean, you know. And if I needed mm-hmm. anything, yes. I would call yes. you. you would. And there I love are, that. I have a nice handful mm-hmm. of friends that I yes. could call Me too. at yes. any hour of the day or night and not be uncomfortable with that because true. I trust it's that. It's true. Yeah. And when you have we that have connection, that. even if you haven't seen each other in a long time, and sometimes we don't, I mean, we're not yeah. seeing each other every day, yeah. but even if we went 10 years, it would still be exactly like it is now. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to a friend of mine, Ellen, who you made me just think of just now, um, who I, a number of years ago, I had a heart thing I was concerned about, not as concerned about it now. Yeah. Hold that thought. Just like, so I, she called me, I think, and wanted to talk about it. And, and at the end of it, and honestly, this is a friend from high school. We have not, there were, there were 20 very busy years where I was so busy with eight little kids or seven little kids at the time that a friend introduced me to another friend and said, this is Mary who hasn't really hardly talked to me in 20 years. <laughs> And it was honest because I was constantly raising children. So there was, there were decades sometimes where I was not, I was not online as it were. And, and then we came back and we became friends again. And she said, Mary, you can come and stay with me in New York and you can bring the whole thing family. It was so sweet. (laughs) And, and, and you can stay here as long as you want, have your heart work done. If you need a doctor in New York. I mean, I just remember that special moment. And I thought I haven't really written to her or, you know, been as communicative as I should be for all those years. But that connection that we made early on never dies. And our Mm -hmm. connection will never die in the eternities, we will still be besties for centuries. I mean, that's so beautiful and comforting. Even if you can't talk to me for the next 10 years, which isn't going to happen, but you know what I mean? And we're still there. So, you know, I think about when I was younger, um, in high school, that's kind of a a big thing for us girls, right? High school. And Mm. I, I never, I, I saw other girls that had really close friends and I didn't. I fit into every one of the groups. Every one of them. I could yeah. run up to mm-hmm. this little group of girls that were really tight and fit in sure. all right. Sure. Of course, sometimes, you know, they kind of look down on, you know, they just, you know, and I, yeah. I never, I yeah. just didn't belong to anybody. Sure. And I didn't really know who I was. Sure. And I think as I grew older and when I met you and when we moved here to Squim and I was new in the gospel, I began to learn who I am. I mean, I was well into my forties before I actually realized who I was. And once I began to know who I was, I was able to accommodate these amazing friendships that I have with you, Mary, and with you, Teresa. It takes a special maturity and confidence for that. And it takes time. You know, it does. Some of us aren't, aren't ready for that in our twenties. Mm-hmm. But in our 40s and 50s, we're confident. We know who we are. Yep. 
my mother was a great example of being confident and humble at the same time. She could laugh at herself. She could kick her slip off in the middle of a dance floor and keep dancing because her slip was falling off and she didn't want to be, Oh no, she'd just kick it off and keep dancing. And she would trip and fall and stand up in in front of a crowd and stand up and say, I meant to do that. Hello everyone. You know, like she just was awesome. So she could laugh at herself and be confident. She was beautiful and charming, but she was real. She was real. And she, I love that about her. And so I've tried to learn from Mm -hmm. that and realize that if we take ourselves too seriously or think that the world revolves around us, Yes. Then we will never be. Yes. You know, able to have those bonds right, with people. Right. We've got to be or who to we know are. who we are totally. as children of God. Totally. Yeah. And to trust, I think, who we are. I think right. you talked about high school and I, there's a lot of, you know, how you try and close. There's a lot of sort of trying on maybe personalities or attitudes and finally learning, like you said, maybe it takes longer that who we already already were who we were when we got here on earth is pretty darn fantastic. That personality is meant for you. It was meant for you. And as long as we relax into it and be who we already were supposed to be. My life didn't start. My, my life didn't start until I joined the church. I was almost 40 years old. Wow. And everything before that was just trying to make sense of the little bits and pieces that I kind yeah. of felt like I right. had a memory of. Sure. I, I, I could sort of remember hearing that dog whistle. Yeah. That spirit, that, it. that mm-hmm. pre-existence, that somehow Your my, you know, I, I, I understood, yeah. but didn't know what it was. Yeah. And as soon as the gospel was shared with me and I knew immediately now I am literally yes. a spirit offspring of heavenly parents. Literally. Yeah. Isn't that so beautiful? And now <laughs> it, it gave, it affirmed to me that I'm okay. All those feelings that I had all my life. Yes. It's okay. I am who I am and it is yes. a gift. Yes. And yes. It makes me think of you because, by the way, I should say this girl that's just sp- speaking here has owned uh, to my listeners has owned um, a beautiful boutique. Oh my gosh, so stunning! She can decorate like no one I know, like no one I know personally on a on a very, um, you know, to have your home done and all those personal little touches. And anyway, that could be another podcast. She makes everything mm. beautiful. She's incredible. That's She's incredibly good. Superpower. Totally. Do yeah. So what you said? Oh, just one second. It, what I said is makes me think of a room full of furniture that's stunning but nobody's turned on the lights. And when the gospel came, that turned on your light and suddenly the room is flooded with your essence and who you always really were. That's, that's good. Mm. It was like a light going yeah. on. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. yeah. And you know why mm. I always try to make things beautiful? Did, you ever, did no, I ever tell, tell you me, this? Tell me, tell me. <clears throat> why do I, any of us try to make things beautiful? We try to make ourselves look nice. We try yeah. to make our homes look nice. We try to clean out our cars. So when we have yeah. someone joining us sure. on a car ride, it's sure. like, why are we all, our yards, our, our gardens, why do we put so much effort into trying to make things orderly, beautiful? It's because that's what we're used to. In heaven. That's what we're used to. That's how it was in heaven. Very orderly, very lovely, beautiful, clean, organized, easy on the eyes, beautiful to look at, beautiful to, to be wow. surrounded by just perfection. It gives me chills. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, that's mm-hmm. where I'm coming. And that's why I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I'm just like this crazed because wow. <laughs> yeah. i have driven. to yeah. make things yeah. 
Nice. You do. You yeah. iron your sheets. I do awesome know. spray. I am I so know. impressed. I'm Can so you impressed. believe that? She's so orderly and so beautiful. It's but really you're right. Lovely. It's heaven. It's because you're listening to the yeah. spirit. You know, the yeah. spirit brings all things to our remembrance. Yeah. So she's remembering what life is like in heaven. That's so beautiful. Truly, because she listens to the spirit all the time. Oh. Mary Pat is really good at that. She is. She's and phenomenal. so she makes things beautiful, just like it is yeah. waiting for us waiting in heaven. Us. And yeah. maybe that's why we say it so often. I mean, if you think about it, even if, even if any of our sweet dear listeners, if you're not, you know, a believer in, in a pre-mortality or an existence before we got here, totally fine. No big deal. We, we love all our listeners, but it is interesting to think that we often comment, don't we, on whether, th- what we think of something. So for example, if I eat something delicious, I might say to my friends, this is heavenly. <laughs> or one of them might say, oh, I'm so glad we went on this drive. This view is heavenly. Well, how can we know something's heavenly if we don't have the point of reference of heaven? That's, I think we do within us. And we do. We've always carried it with us. That's so beautiful. Okay. We're going to close in a minute here, but I want to say something to anyone who's feeling like, when will I find that little band of fellow female warriors? Where are they? You, I, and you probably signed up to have a waiting period before you found your besties because you have so much compassion and that I think whenever we wait for something, whatever it is we're waiting for, we have so much compassion. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who's, um, got married, Trace, you know, you know her anyway, I'll tell you that afterwards, but she got married later in life. And she said, I have so much compassion for women who are 30 something and haven't found that special guy. And my heart is just with them in a way that honestly, you and I, we got married younger. We don't have that. And that's a gift that she has that I don't have Mm -hmm. because I didn't, I didn't have that waiting period for that, but for things I have waited for, I have so much compassion. So it's beautiful mm-hmm. in a way that, and so much gratitude and so much yes. appreciation, oh. right? And you just have so much appreciation for friendship yeah. for you and for Teresa. You are mm-hmm. my best mm-hmm. friends. You are my true <laughs> friends. Truly. We love you. And we will be I'm forever. So grateful. Thank you. Wish you girls, um, all the men and women. Well, we can't fit you all on my porch, but I wish we could fit a, a handful of <laughs> let's you. Try. Yeah, let's try. Come on. And over. you could just see this. We're just having like little um, treats, like you'd have in England, like a little tea party, the herbal tea with some little pastries and some sandwiches. And we're just snuggled up here in a plush. Are you going blanket. to eat this lemon curd? And you should have this right here if you want it. <laughs> a little cucumber, cucumber sandwich, yes. Yeah. And it's a plush so blanket from my friend Kathy Hughes. That is my favorite blanket in the whole world. She's my co-grandparent. Um, and we're just, you know, that feeling of friendship. I, I want that for everyone. I, I, I'm going to go back to your song again as we close. Um, that song about my my Christmas list. Mm-hmm that every man could have a friend and that love would never end. You know what? Maybe we should do another podcast sometime around Christmas, either this year or next year and sing that song. Mm-hmm. So look for that listeners. Someday we'll come back maybe and sing for you. Cause we all sing. Isn't that a great song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Any final thoughts on friendship before we close that you want to, you want to say? Any- I, I think that um, mm-hmm. one thing that came to my mind as you were talking about someone who may have a question as to how do I do that? Yeah. Um, I think you just touched on that is that have, have compassion yourself. Um, don't be waiting for someone to approach you. Mm, excellent. But actually reach out and, and with the light of Christ that is within you, reach out to others and learn to be open and honest and caring of other people's lives. And when you are a good friend, then you will receive a good friend. Right. So. Amen. And when, I, when you... You look on, upon someone, another fellow female spirit, you can think to yourself and ask the question, what might she be feeling right now? Mm-hmm. What might she be going through right now? See others deeply. 
I love that. I love that. And then speak with that kind of compassion. Yeah. There's a, there's a um, saying or something, always speak to everyone as if they had just gone through a rough time because 95% of the time, apparently you're yeah. right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Either, either you're just coming out of something yeah. or you're about you're to right go in, in the middle of it yeah. or you're just coming, you know, going into yeah. something. Yeah. Everyone has yeah. big battles that they're fighting. Yeah. We're yeah. all doing, we're all fighting those battles here yeah. on earth together. All right, girls. Well, I love you so much. Love okay. you. And we love you listeners. We'll see you next time on Moms Meet World. Hi, friends. Just one more little footnote to this broadcast. I promised earlier in the podcast that I would quote a scripture, and I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Um, we were talking about Doctrine and Covenants 8840, and I just didn't have it top of mind, but here it is. And it's so beautiful. Intelligence cleaveth unto intelligence. Wisdom receiveth wisdom. Truth embraceth truth. Virtue loveth virtue. And light cleaveth unto light. Isn't that lovely? I mean, it's so simple, but it explains a lot, doesn't it? Have you ever been with someone you just felt particularly drawn to them? And maybe they were, you know, sort of a similar... um a similar mindset in terms of virtue, or maybe that light that's emanating from them also emanates from you. Maybe you're super honest and truth embraces truth. Um, you know, the same thing within wisdom and intelligence. Anyway, it's kind of a cool thought to think about. Uh, thank you again for joining us on mom's meat world. Lots of hugs. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>